0: Thank you for tuning in to another Point of Insanity Game Studios Kikiri In General podcast. Now, this topic, it's probably not going to be as well edited and might seem a little unpolished and spontaneous and disorganized because I just kind of had this idea to do this impromptu podcast. But speaking of disorganized and chaotic and uh, how are you, Chad?
1: Well, I was going to spend the night chanting to Cthulhu, but I figured what the hell, I'd come and talk to you.
0: Well, thank you. I'm, I, I hope uh, Cthulhu doesn't mind that I'm stealing you for a little bit.
1: No, he'll still get my sanity. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, today we're going to be discussing a craze that's taken over the U.S. and these few other countries that it's been released in right now, and that is Pokemon Go for the iPhone, and I think they also did it for Android as well.
1: I hope so, because I'm playing it on Android.
0: <laughs> so, like I said, unless unless you have spent no time on Facebook and haven't been watching TV or uh, basically staying away from any media outlet, even if you're not familiar with Pokemon, you've probably heard of Pokemon Go so far, which was released, uh, was it Friday or Saturday?
1: You know, I I started two days ago, so I don't know a few days before that, so I'm guessing Friday. Yeah, because I started on.
0: Let's see, we were recording this on July 12th, and I started playing on July 9th on Saturday. So it's only been out for a few days so far, but it's made quite an impact and it's made some headlines. So let's get this out of the way because unfortunately, not all of the headlines for Pokemon Go so far have been positive ones.
1: That's true. You know, um, as we've talked about, you know, it's a fun game. It's a lot of fun. You can get out there, you get exercise, you catch Pokemon, you do all this stuff, but you have to remember to be safe. You know, remember that when you're chasing a Pokemon, if you're going across the road, the car might still be coming, so you have to be aware of these kind of things. Um, For those of you that live in bigger cities, I really don't live in a bigger city, but for those of you that live in a bigger city don't go into sketch areas of town. Don't go into uh, parts of town that you normally wouldn't go into chasing a Pokemon. They're not worth it. Um, you know, and just use common sense. Uh, don't let common sense take a backseat to what you would normally do because of Pokemon craze.
0: Correct. And because unfortunately uh, a couple days ago, there was a report that came out of the city of St. Louis where some people were setting up lures. And what these lures do is they draw Pokemon to that area, so this would cause people to go to these isolated areas, and then these four kids would um, mug the people who are showing up there. So, yeah, definitely use a little common sense. I mean, if you see that there's a lure at the end of a long, dark, poorly lit alley, don't go there.
1: That's right. You're, you're not your. You're not your D and D character.
0: <laughs> exactly. As as uh, Admiral Akbar from Star Wars, so put that uh, poetically. Put it. It's a trap! (laughs) So, yes, be very careful. Yeah, I mean, that hasn't been too much of a problem for us because, at least in my area, the games actually caught on pretty well. But before we go to there, let's go back a little bit. Now, before Pokemon Go, were you really into Pokemon at all? Or did you ever follow the series or play any of the games?
1: No. As a matter of fact, um, it's kind of funny. I'm kind of known around the area as the anti-Pokemon guy. I owned a game store, and if I had had my way, it probably wouldn't even have been in there. You know, I'm just... I I never got into it. I'm not a big anime guy. I'm not, um, you know, big into what I considered a child's game. Um, So, I... I mean the short answer is no. I was never into it. It was never um something that I did a lot of.
0: Yeah, same here cuz I remember when it first came out, I didn't really get into it. Uh, I mean, I was aware of some of the characters. I lived off of campus on my uh, last year in college and one of the my my housemates, he would watch the show. So occasionally, he'd be sitting there watching it and I I recognized like pikachu and squirtle and team rocket and some of those characters and i knew the basic concept was you'd be walking around and you'd be capturing these monsters and doing battle with them and for some reason team rocket was obsessed with getting uh ash's pikachu i don't know did they ever explain that in the series or
1: i have no idea because pikachu's cutest cutest sin
0: yes uh and that's actually, indirectly, that's kind of how I got drawn into this, because uh, the Pokemon characters appear in the video game series, Super Smash Brothers. Okay. And when I was, when my son was younger, he would watch me play Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and he really liked the po- the Pikachu character and thought it was cute especially okay. when he would do his taunts like one of them. He would wave high at you and go, Pika, Pika! And that <laughs> always put a smile on his face. And eventually that led him to get a little bit more interested in the series. He plays the card game. Uh, he's read a few of the of the mag uh, Magnas. Is it Magna? Or, yeah, it is Magna. Manga. Mag- manga? Manga, yeah, that's it. So he's read some of the manga and he has watched the anime, and he plays both the card game and the, the electronic game. He's, you know, played some of them for the DS and for the Game Boy. Right. So when I first heard about Pokemon Go, it was just Facebook. You know, people were posting about it, and I figured, you know, since my son's into Pokemon, I figured I would check this out. So... I do like the concept of the game. And one of the reasons why is usually when I try to get my son to go out for a walk with me, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like to go. He doesn't want to. And usually if I take him to a nature center, he usually wants to leave after about 10 or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Well, I explained the concept, you know, you, you walk around and you catch Pokemon and he was hooked right away. Now he wants to go out for walks and uh, Saturday, You know, the day after it came out, we went to one of our local nature centers and we were there for about an hour and he never once complained, never said, I want to go home. There were a couple of times where he's like, you know, can we sit down and take a break and you know, that's fine.
1: But you know, that's just kids in general. I mean, to get my kids outside, it's, it's, um, it can be a trial at best. (laughs) you know, and and that's just the way kids are raised nowadays. Um, You know, everything is at their fingertips. Now it's not like when we were growing up and here I go being the old guy again, but when we were growing up, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have telephones, cell phones. I should say we had telephones guys. We're not that old. Just not the
0: ones that at least back then, the ones that you could carry with you were about the size of a brick, weighed about as much and could only make calls. They couldn't play games or check email,
1: Right. With the world being so on the tip of your fingers, and we've talked about this in other episodes too, you know, some things take a back seat and kids just going outside to just, just play has taken a back seat. So that's one of the good things about Pokemon Go is I have two daughters. One of them is playing it. One of them is not, but the one that's playing it, she's like, you know, twice this week, I think she's been downtown. She, you know, with a friend and they go walking around looking for Pokemon. You know, and that kind of stuff. Um, I actually started it because she started it. And I thought, you know, this will get us. We can at night then. We can go and just go for a walk. It, A, gets, you know, a walk in. B, it gets me time with my daughter. You know, all that all that old guy daddy stuff, you know. Um, but I've walked almost 10 kilometers in the last two days. <laughs> <laughs> which is right around six miles or so. Wow. Yeah, and
0: that's another one of the things I like about it, and it is a very social game by its nature, and if you look back at the history of Pokemon, it always has had somewhat of that social aspect to it, because I remember when it first came out for the Game Boy, they had like, what, red, green, and blue, and each one gave you a different starting Pokemon, and I believe there were certain Pokemon that were only available in certain editions, Oh, okay. So one of the big draws for the game is, you know, you'd have this you had this link that you could use to link to Game Boys. And you would use that to play multiplayer games.
1: Oh, okay. But,
0: I, I mean, you probably could do battle with a friend on it. I'm not sure. But I remember with the, the big draw with the Pokemon games back then is you could trade. So that was kind of cool because let's say you had Pokemon Red and your friend had Pokemon Blue you know, there were some monsters that were available in Pokemon Blue that you wanted. And maybe there were some, mon- there were some uh, Pokemon in Pokemon Red that your friend wanted. And, you know, you could trade them back and forth. So I thought that sounded like a pretty cool idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, looking at it through a lens of many years playing games, both, you know, RPGs, board games, card games, you know, a good smattering of them all. It's not a bad concept. I think what turned me off to it in the very beginning, and still to this day, kind of turns me off to the whole Pokemon thing, is it's drawn in such a way that just screams, you know, little kid.
0: Yeah it it is pretty much uh, uh it's it is aimed for the younger audience, not not old geezers like us, right? Exactly. Yeah, and but hey, you got to admit it's made Nintendo a, a lot of money, and I was. Yeah.
1: Last I heard, it was $9 billion since this thing hit the uh, market that the value of Nintendo has gone up.
0: Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, if if, if anyone is crying all the way to the bank about this app, it's, it's Nintendo. I mean, the, in addition to some of the other things we were mentioning before with, like, the people who were, you know, they were distracted and they were walking into traffic, I know another one of the big complaints is the app was crashing a lot. And... It seems to be specific to the phone because the other night, uh, my wife and I, my son and I were, we went to downtown area and we were trying to play and, you know, it was working just fine on my wife's phone and she has an Mm -hmm. Android, but my phone, my iPhone, it wasn't working at all. So eventually I just gave up. And I know that's one of the, the big complaints people have had. It's stability issues but they think just today they released a patch that's supposed to help improve the stability. haven't had a chance to try it out yet, but uh, to get back to my original point, that's one of the things that I do like about this game. It's been a little family bonding thing for us, you know, because uh, here in Appleton, there's this plaza downtown that has become kind of the ground zero for Pokemon Go players.
1: Yeah, and it's the same thing. We got the mall here in Wassa. And it is, you know, I think there's uh, four pokey stops just in the mall, and then um, people have been throwing up traps in the mall on a daily basis, you know, and several times, and you know, all these things. So it gets people downtown, and uh, we've got what's called the 400 block, which is just a big green space. It's a full city block of green space. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. I uh, no, I'm not. And they've got, they've got four Pokestops there. So within a matter of three blocks, you've got, I think I counted it today, 11 Pokestops in three blocks. Wow. So, you know, and yesterday at lunchtime when I went, there was a ton of people, ton of groups downtown doing this, right? Including the group I met up with at lunch to do this. And then I went down today and I was pretty much by myself. There was nobody out, and there were Pokemon everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, cause like I said the last couple of nights we went down to – uh it's called Houdini Plaza, and, yeah, there's like 50, 50 60 people, you know, just all of everyone sitting around talking, and, you know, so that's one of the things that I really – like about the social aspect of the game where you get all these people together, they're playing this game, and everyone's being friendly. Now, I haven't done any of the gym battles yet, and I'm probably not going to get into that part of it. I just like the idea of walking around and trying to hunt down the Pokemon. I think that sounds like... That's that's the thing that really draws me for the game.
1: Have you chosen a color yet? A team yet? Yeah, I am part of Team
0: Valor, the red team. What about you?
1: I went with Team Mystic Blue.
0: Yeah, that that's the team that uh, my wife and son decided to join. So I haven't done any gym battles yet, and like I said, I I might try them later. But that's not the main reason that I play the game.
1: I right. just... I agree. I uh you know you get to these gyms and you look at the gyms and and the smallest guys like you know six hundred CP. That's huge. <laughs> Yeah, because
0: the other night when I was uh, at the, you know, the plaza playing this game and there was a guy sitting next to me and he is, you know, we were talking a little bit. He's like, oh, so what level are you? I'm like, yeah, I just got to level five because I haven't really been playing it very hardcore. And he's like, oh, I'm level 21. It's like
1: level twenty one? Oh, my God. I, I just cracked level eight today.
0: Yeah, he. Um excuse me. He looked like a bit younger guy, so he might be either like a high school or college student. So he probably has more time to play during the summer no than day
1: job. It's those people with no day job. Yeah. And <laughs> oh
0: yes. Uh we should probably get into one of the other public service announcements about the game. Of course, this is more for the parents or the person who's playing for the paint and the phone bill. This game is a data hog. Now yeah. it seems to vary I think it has to do with the number of Pokestops you go to. Cause when my son and I were playing the game at the Nature Center for about an hour, it I think it took like seven and a half megabytes. But when we went to the you know the plaza downtown where there were more Pokemon and more uh more poke stops, I think in around the same amount of time, maybe a little longer, it used around twenty megabytes. Okay. so, yeah, I have a feeling that there's going to be I'm I'm sure the cell phone companies are loving this because it's probably making people want to get higher data packages.
1: Well, and the other thing you can do is you can play it through Wi-Fi. Yeah. And and, which
0: is a good thing.
1: Free public Wi-Fi out there. You can do it that way.
0: Um, Unfortunately, though, of course, when you are going to like a state park or a nature center, there's probably not going to be Wi-Fi. So you'll have to, you know. Go to your, your data plan.
1: Right, but see, that's where I cheat, Al. I have an unlimited data package. I pay for it, but I have an unlimited data package because I have two teenage daughters.
0: Ah, yes. So, yeah, you definitely need it. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, the other thing, of course, is you got to watch out for it since it is a free-to-play game, uh, the in-app purchases. Yep. Which, I don't know, this seems like the kind of game where you probably really don't need to really go hog wild in that. I mean, I think you could probably play this game for free and at least just have fun walking around getting the Pokemon. And I have talked a little bit about in-app purchases before and definitely something you got to watch out for if you have like a younger child who is using the phone because they don't realize that those Pokemon coins, those are costing mommy and daddy real money.
1: I don't know about you, but I intend to spend absolutely $0 on this. Same here. I mean, with the amount of poke stops that are out there, even if you do temporarily run out of Pokeballs, you don't have to go very far to get more. And you get more Pokeballs every level. You get, you know, it's...
0: It's not I mean, worth it to get that little bit of boost. And, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I've, I've heard stories, and uh, I said a few episodes ago my friend James and I were talking about downloadable content and you know things like that and there was one story i remember reading about a kid who was playing i think it was game of war okay and he racked up like several thousand dollars worth of in-app purchases and unfortunately it's because with that particular game it's designed where if you do dump a ton of money into it you're going to have a significant advantage over the other players. Right. But I think with Pokemon Go, at least from what I've seen so far, being able to, you know, dump a lot of money in the game probably isn't going to be too much of an advantage. And if you're like, like me, where you have no intention of going head to head with anyone, or if you do, it's not that big of a deal. Like I said, I see no reason to spend money on this app, but
1: yeah the only way I, you know i intend to attempt the gyms at some point but you know if i lose oh well you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna worry about it if i lose or i lose a pokemon or whatever i'm not gonna be devastated
0: yeah exactly and i mean with uh i mean with with in-app purchases and i i know this is something that everyone's gonna have an opinion on i don't think it's a big deal to spend like you know, a few dollars on a game if you really like it because it supports the developer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you still definitely got to be careful. I mean, there's this other uh cell phone game I play called Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Okay. And just looking through the boards there, there's people who've been said that, yeah, they have spent hundreds of dollars on this. And it's like, now don't get me wrong, it's an enjoyable game and I like it, but I'm not going to spend $500 on a cell phone game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's um, I, I agree with you. It's um, like uh, Ticket to Ride. You're familiar with that game, right? I've
0: heard of it. I don't think I've played it.
1: Okay, it's a it's a train placement game type thing. I love the game. I own almost every version of it that's out there. But they had a cell phone app. It was 6.99. So I bought the app, and that's it. You know, I bought another. You can buy extra boards and stuff which were 99 cents a piece. So I think I racked up a total of about $10 and I had everything on the website, you know, (laughs) I'm more likely to do that where I can buy a game, pay one price to buy the game and I'm done versus these where you have to buy, you know, coin, you gotta, you gotta spend money to buy coins and then you gotta spend coins to buy something else. And then you got to spend money to buy coins and then you got to buy coins and some. you know, to me, that's just a waste of money.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I guess here's the way I see it. It's it's your money you spend it how you want. But you know, if you, I you know, if you can afford to spend five six hundred dollars on a cell phone game, and it's not going to prevent you from paying your bills or taking care of your family, good on you. You have more disposable income than I do. <laughs> yes. But back to the Pokemon Go. Another one of the things that I like about this game, and it seems really cool, I can't use it on my phone because my forward-facing camera doesn't work, only Mm -hmm. the one that you know faces me works. So I I like how it does the augmented reality where it shows the Pokemon in the environment that you're pointing your phone at. Now, in my case, all I get is a white screen, um, and then with the little Pokemon in there, but... I've seen some people, they've come up with like little amusing pictures of like their, you know, Pokemon in unusual places. Like my son took a picture of uh, my wife and there was like an Eevee sitting on her shoulder. Okay. And there was another one. I'm not sure if it was Photoshopped or it did really happen. But someone posted a picture on Facebook of a Magikarp lying on its side in a frying pan.
1: Nice.
0: Like I said, I don't know if it was if that's actually where he saw the Magikarp or if he photoshopped it in there, but in either way, it was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, there are however I did hear I was listening to the radio this afternoon when I was at work and Pokemon Go nudes are starting to become a thing already. Of course. Where people will, you know, get a Pokemon and lay down or whatever to make it look bad, and then take a picture of it. The one right now, there's some type of a mole kind of thing where, you know, it's got a little ground, and then it, oh, it's phallic-looking.
0: Yes, I saw that picture.
1: Um, You know, that's and that's the kind of thing. And it's like, you know, it's inevitable, but, man, this quick? I was I was a little amazed that Already? it quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... But, I mean, all in all, I would say that... I mean, I, I do, I think they definitely got a good uh, idea for this game because, yeah, very sociable. It, it gets people outside and gets people walking around. And the the main problem, you know, uh, as long as you're not planning on doing any in-app purchases, really the the only main problem is just you got to really watch your data consumption.
1: Yeah, and, and I of course.
0: Agree. Yeah, and of course be alert to your environment. And I know when you power up the game it has that picture of a guy walking towards
1: some big snake water monster thing.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know what it's called. I'm not familiar enough, but it again it does say, you know, they are putting that disclaimer on there stay alert of your surroundings.
1: Right. Which which, which was not there the first 2 days I'm told. Okay. No, I was just going to say I I don't know if that's true or not but that's what I've heard.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I think as long as I've been playing it or when I started playing it, it it was there. So Okay. Uh, I mean, it's they probably put it there because, you know, like with the Nintendo Wii, how whenever you fire up a Nintendo Wii game, you know, it always says, "Make sure there's plenty of room around you and
1: Yeah, so you don't you're not punching people." Yes, or, exactly. Or whatever. Yeah, yep.
0: that's another topic altogether. I have heard of people who, you know, they weren't being careful playing the Wii, and then like, you know, they they were like trying to swing the Wii like they were going to throw a softball or whatever, and they, you know, hit a table or something. And there was a story about a guy who broke his, you know, his hand doing that.
1: Yep, I've seen several things, little clips on like uh, on YouTube where they don't use the wrist strap. And the, the Wiimote goes through the TV screen. So, you know, all these things that they tell you, they're like, make sure you got your wristband on, make sure you, uh, you know, you have plenty of space. It's all for a reason.
0: Exactly. And I, there, I have to say there's, I think this was in Australia. Um, There was like one of the the police stations that was a pokey stop. Yes. And they were having problems with people going into there because they thought they had to go into the the police station to access it. So and this I thought was really funny. The police department put a like a sign outside their door and someone took a picture of it and posted on Facebook. It's like, you know, please Pokemon go players. Please note that it is not necessary to actually enter the police station to get to the pokey stop. And, you know, you can do it outside. So stay, you know, stay safe, have fun and catch them all. So I thought it was cool how they did that.
1: Yeah. So I I don't know. That kind of wraps this one up. I think we pretty much covered what it is at this point anyway.
0: Yeah. And and who knows, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it. And this was just one of those things where, like I said, I was out walking around in the Houdini Plaza the other night. And I'm like, I I remember I sent them that message to it's like, You know, hey, how would you like to do an
1: impromptu podcast? And And I'm like, I'm almost home. You want to do this? And you're like, I'm actually hunting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
0: like, sorry, I'm on the hunt. And I was in a life or death battle with a jinx. So,
1: (laughs) you know, that speaking of jinxes, and and this is one of these things where, you know, the, the ability for it to continue, you know, not to freeze up on you is I was in a building downtown here, ran into a jinx. I caught it. I, you know, I hit it with the Pokeball. It came up as I caught it and it froze. Oh, no. So, I didn't get the jinx. So, now in my, in my, um, what do they call it? A Pokedex? It says seen, but not caught. And I'm like, oh.
0: (laughs) Sure, taunt me, why don't you?
1: Yep, yep.
0: So. So, Well, we hope you enjoyed this impromptu and like I said it is a bit disorganized, but I just wanted to kind of do this and, uh, cause I thought it'd be a fun little topic and who knows, maybe we'll go back to it sometime in the future, but, uh, thanks again for joining us and have a good evening or morning or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are and happy hunting.